And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, as well as our engineer extraordinaire, Nick the Geek, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. Well, thank you very much. The legendary John Bon Jovial. Welcome back, friends, to another The David Bowers Awards. The only show that is always an award show because, well, because all of our guests are award winners. And if they're not, they are once they're on the show. They're automatically an award winner. And we have picked up some new places where you can pick us up because we can now be heard on the Anchor podcast the app for iOS or Android, as well as Spotify, TuneIn Radio, and PodCoin, the app that pays you to listen to podcasts, where you will hear some of the greatest indie music in the world, like this.
Amanda Ava Koshi, known professionally as Ava Max. She's an American singer-songwriter, and her single Sweet But Psycho topped the charts in several countries. Her debut studio album has yet to be released. That is her just-released new single, Torn. That's Ava Max. And this is the show where every show is an award show and where you and our guests get to help us pick the award winners. No nominations, no naming panels, no phony voting, just simple awards. Somebody does something good or stupid, they get an award. (laughs) Well, you got to do something. You can't just sit there. (laughs) It's simple as that. So if you've got someone or some organization that you think deserves a music award, Write us at david at thedavidbowers.com. Put award in the subject line, and uh, who knows? Tell us why you think they deserve an award, and maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll bestow that award on them right here on the show. We want to shout out to our friends and listeners, uh, especially our listeners up in Rochester, New York, where they listen to us through the courtesy of WRFZ FM 106.3. That's Rochester Free Radio. And uh, we want to thank, uh, where, where did Mary's name go? There it is, Mary Perry. She's an accredited disability representative in Rochester, New York, who underwrites the David Bowers Awards on WRFZ FM 106.3. Thank you so much, Mary Perry. Thank you to all our friends, fans, and listeners in Rochester, New York. And, of course, uh, the crew over at the House of Guitars. Armand and Eric and everybody, we really appreciate you blasting the show out to the people of the city of Rochester. I'm not sure whether they appreciate it or not, but we do, and uh, we enjoy knowing that uh, the people of the city of Rochester are listening, as well as all our listeners around the world, and we've picked up so many in so many different countries. As a matter of fact, John, I think, uh, John Bon Jovial, we just, uh, I sent you a uh, copy of the latest list where we had uh, picked up uh, some more listeners, and I don't I forget how many countries we're heard in around the world now, and with the addition of our uh, our new outsources there uh, with the PodCoin and uh, the Anchor app. And, of course, now being on Spotify, uh, we probably got uh, two or three more listeners out there. Uh, how's things? How are things with John Bon Jovial? Well, you know, here in Camp Swampy, the humidity is up. The summer is happening. But then again, uh, if you remember the old surfing movie, Endless Summer, that's pretty much what Florida is year-round, with the exception of maybe about a month and a half or so. But all in all, it's really not too bad. But what's going on here? Well, i got to tell you, uh, you know, there has been uh, some changes in the radio market, the local radio market, one of the old Long-time legendary rockers here, if you even want to call it that, has switched <laughs> formats because oh, they, no. they couldn't keep up with the... Uh, uh, the us? Uh, well, yeah, they couldn't keep up with us. <laughs> now, the, there is so much uh, alternative media now that a lot of radio stations are having a very difficult time uh, keeping on track. And actually, you know, the most successful radio station in this market is uh, WAVV-FM. It's an easy listening station of Mm. all things. And they're unique, and the reason why they are so successful is because the Naples and Fort Myers market is is older. The median age here is like 56 years old. So the the 34 to to 64-year-old age demographic really is a monster for them. And they're doing well, but there's so many other radio stations here that are suffering 
And it's because of the plethora of media that has just surrounded us on every scale, including podcasts like this. Absolutely. And the fact that we are now uh, becoming even more widely known on PodCoin and Anchor and Spotify, I tell you what, kudos to us, kudos to you to getting it on there for us. We have a salute this week, our first The David Bowers Award of the Week goes to someone from the desert goes to a young lady that we've had on the show several times and uh, always a delight to talk to extremely talented young lady who has experimented throughout uh, throughout different genres she's crossed genres uh, from uh, pop to rock to uh, a little bit of uh, not really hip-hop, but something that leans in that direction with a touch of R&B. And uh, lately, she's even gone uh, country pop. So uh, she's shown her versatility. Her name, of course, is Jeannie Johnson. Jenny, of course, has been on the show, as I said, a few times. She's uh, got a new record coming out. And uh, that'll be out shortly, and we hope to have a copy of that. But uh, the reason we're saluting her here is because she has gotten a major accomplishment, a major achievement. She has signed to open for Lil Nas X at the Sandbox Music Festival, uh, which will be held in Mesa, Arizona, uh, Sunday, September 29th. And we congratulate Jenny Johnson. That's going to be a big event for her. Many stars have really made their name opening for other stars. And we're wishing her the best. Congratulations, Jenny Johnson, on opening for Lil Nas X at the Sandbox Music Festival, Mesa, Arizona, September 29th. For those of you in the area at that time, want to get out there and check it out. Congratulations and best wishes to you, Jenny. Right now, we're going to move on real quickly to our first guest who's standing by and waiting to come in and talk to us. Young lady all the way from New Zealand. She'll be talking with us. It's uh, wee hours in the morning. I think it's about, what, six o'clock in the morning out there. But she'll be joining us in just a couple of minutes right after we listen to this, her current hit called Drive All Night. Yeah. 
you have it. That's Drive All Night by Emmy Lentino, singer-songwriter who's rapidly gaining popularity for her for her great music. I mean, catchy, listenable stuff that sticks in your head. And here she is to talk with us right now. Emmy, come on in and say hello. Hello. Thank you so much for having me, Dave and John. I'm thrilled to be on your show. And hello to listeners. Welcome aboard. We're so happy to have you here. We were talking uh, off there before the show that uh, that this is you are the first uh, New Zealander that we've had on the show. We've had a couple of artists from Australia, but you're the first artist from New Zealand, uh, uh, which brings to mind a question, a quick little question. Are you a native? Are you what they call a Kiwi or are you <laughs> <laughs> a transplant? <laughs> a transplant. That's um, the yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited because um, I, I'm actually originally from Oregon, but I've lived now in New Zealand for a few years and I'm, I'm, I'm a proud uh, New Zealand citizen. So I actually have, um, dual citizenship both in the states and um in new zealand so i get um yeah so i feel really honored um i know that doesn't isn't always possible um you know for for folks to to have uh, dual citizenship so i i really know that it's a privilege and an honor so that's that's why there's a bit of a strange accent um i get asked that a lot um you know what what, why do you speak like that (laughs) So um. <laughs> that is wonderful. I, I think the uh, I think the people of New Zealand are very fortunate to have you as a member of uh, of their population, and uh, I congratulate them on their fortune. You are uh, <laughs> you are a talented personality. I've listened to your music. As a matter of fact, that's how I came to uh, contact you to see if we could get you on the show because I was impressed with what you do. Tell us a little bit about Emmy Lentino, her background, how she got to where she is today. Okay. Um, so I've been singing and writing music since I was a, a wee lass. Um, uh, background was in uh, musical theater, um, so I always was always really big into performing and imagination. Um, I grew up in a, in a household where, you know, um, we played outside. We were, um, which is probably why I love New Zealand so much. Um, really, nature was a big part of, of, of growing up and just um, imagination play and being in shows. And I uh, started writing music when I was 10 um, because, unfortunately, my first cousin passed away in tragic circumstances. And so, basically, that really shaped kind of the where. You know, I, I loved singing in church and, and performing and, and plays, but I became a songwriter really um, after that happened uh, because I couldn't express how I felt in any other way but through melody. And that's the first time I think I really understood at, at a young age how um, music can be so healing. And um, and so that's kind of where that, that journey started and uh, continued on through high school, got a, a music scholarship for um, university and uh, finished in three years because I actually wanted to travel the world and um, I've always been a, an adventurous spirit. And so that's taken me, you know, lots of different places um, through the ups and downs of life. Music's always been uh, a real comfort to me and also how I like to comfort others. Um, and uh, and like I said, life has been an adventure. So I've um, I've lived in, uh, you know, LA where, you know, times were hard and lived in my car for a while and did some busking and, you know, had had adventures of just trying to, you know, basically survive, um, wrote a lot of uh, songs from that period of time. I think three songs came to me in like one week um, that were later released. And um, so I'm thankful that I, you know, have experienced some hardships because I think it just um, the tapestry of what um, I've write about has really come from that. And um, 
and then moved to New York City and did a lot of musical theater, performed as Lucille Ball, which was a dream role, um, mm. and uh, and obviously very challenging. So I had to really study, um, you know, her voice and um, her mannerisms and and wear a red wig, and that was that was fantastic. Uh, and then um, must have been an experience. <laughs> yeah, it was it was really fun, and all throughout, uh, basically since I was a teenager, I've taught kids theater, music, and dance, and have really. Um, uh, really loved being a mentor to young people, um, you know, even as a teenager. So that's been a big part of my life. I still do that now in Princess Party. So I did that in New York and then fell in love and moved uh, to New Zealand. That's actually how I ended up here and um, and um, basically have lived here ever since. Um, I have to say, though, as this may come up later on, uh, some of my listeners know this, but um, tragically my, my husband um passed away from cancer so prior to that um sorry thank you we we uh we did a lot of uh, projects together um including putting on uh, productions for our um you know our small town uh, and really encouraging youth and uh he was also really into race cars and so i got into race cars. so we did a lot of really neat things together and then um uh, about five years ago he um, was diagnosed with cancer and then uh, i cared for him and then three years ago, uh, three years ago in a bit, he, he passed away. So from from that kind of that moment, um, you guys, I've, I kind of have come back to that place of when I was 10 and music's healing and it's how I get through things. And it's also how I want to help other people. So my mission now is kind of this renewed um, energy of, you know, really wanting to encourage other people and tell them that, yes, okay, you're going to come you're going to come up against things that are bigger than yourself and and you're going to you're going to do lots of crying at times you're going to laugh but you can get through this and that's my message um pretty much in really all of my songs there's that message of you know this is a season uh this is a moment and and you can get through this and um so that's kind of where I'm at the at at this moment I'm really excited about uh the new music that's just come out uh I really feel like my heart and my soul and that kind of the happier times are, are really in those um, those melodies and the lyrics. And it's really great to share that with my listeners who I feel have been on a journey with me, you know, um, kind of like a Dear Diary entry where they've kind of ridden the waves of really of how I've gone through, you know, the ups and downs. And so it's nice to um, gift them with um, kind of, you know, happier, I guess, tunes because sure. um, I, I do tend to be a, a pretty optimistic happy person uh despite you know things that that might go on so excited about um drive all night and um very thought of you and i have a couple of other songs on there to um encourage young people one's called shine uh, yeah that's that's a reputation that i i want to thank you because i you talk about your journey i feel that you have just taken us on that journey with you in the last three or four minutes with your uh, with your explanation and your history. I thank you for sharing some very personal thoughts as well as your professional thoughts. And, uh, uh, of course, our, our sympathies for your loss. And uh, anyone who's been through a loss like that knows what a challenge that can be. And I, I noticed also that you have... Uh, You've gained a lot of respect in the music community uh, for your work in uh, and dedication to your fellow artists and their music, and this is this is something that is really special. And I really salute the artists who do take the time to work with and for 
their fellow artist. John Bon Jovial is standing by, and I, I know he wants to get in here with a question. <laughs> Come on board, John. What you got? Okay, okay. well... Uh, <laughs> gosh, I love and, your name, by the way. Oh, so well, it's so clever. It just you, makes me just smile. <laughs> yeah. Well, David and I have had a few discussions over that name, but so far we haven't gotten the cease and desist letter yet from uh, Mr. Bon Jovi. But we'll we'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs> uh, but what I wanted to to talk to you about, you've already touched on it, is music is a healing factor, and I think that it's just wonderful that that is uh the the thought that is first and foremost in your mind there's so many artists that are saying if i formulate this song this way this is going to make me a lot of money and <laughs> it, it it seems to me that you're not approaching it from that uh from that point of view and i think that the most successful artists are those that will approach it as you know music as a healing factor music to entertain music to make us feel good music that you know how can i help you with my music and uh correct me if i'm wrong but i think that's where you're coming from oh oh absolutely i was gonna make a joke that if i was doing it for money well i've done a bad job (laughs) (laughs) Uh, no all jokes aside no that's that's really you're 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 correct that is that is um it is coming from the heart um which is why i i I am so vulnerable with my listeners because um i i believe that that's sometimes the only way that a true connection really can happen um and you know obviously every artist and every uh work and project that people have um are uniquely you know distinct to them but for me it is about being able to share um, good and bad times with people because I feel like when you can admit that you've been in that place, um, then it gives other people the chance to, you know, to really connect with you and go, okay, well, she, she's gotten, she's gotten through it. So, so can I. Um, and I believe that, you know, we're a global family and I love that music connects us all. Um, I really love that. The other thing that I wanted to ask you, which is getting off track a little bit, but, you know, in, 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 in your notes here and the notes that, that we never have stopped on, you before. Yeah, I know. Uh, it says you're from Oregon. What what part of Oregon are you from? Yeah, I'm from Salem, Oregon. Oh, I love Salem. Salem yeah, uh, I yeah used to, Salem, you, Oregon. You know where Lincoln City is? Oh, my goodness. Absolutely. Yeah, we I, we I, used to go there every weekend. Yeah, my I parents. lived in Lincoln City for a couple of years. Actually, I lived <laughs> on the outskirts. You? Yes, I did. Lived on the outskirts of Lincoln City in a little town called Otis, East Otis, and uh, oh, which has an amazing hamburger stand. <laughs> oh, wow. <Okay>. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so, they, so, so we have a common link there. But I enjoyed that living in so Oregon. Cool. I, I, I really did. It was... Uh, uh, a, a very uh, even uh, even down on the on, on the coast, uh, it was uh, it seemed uh, that it was a very progressive area, and I I really did enjoy living there. Mm, yeah, Oregon is really. I mean, even you know, even now when I go back, um, I just I love the the, the people there, and um, you know, just real grassroots souls. I think that's also probably why uh, so many people that I've met in Oregon also have traveled to New Zealand. There's kind of this kinship between the two places I mean, obviously i'm talking about a state and a country um uh but there's something really beautiful about you know nature and people really getting out um into the outdoors and i think it's there's a real um a sense of you know really 
really looking at things in a new perspective when you spend so much time in nature. So that, oh, I think that's sure. cool. So it's so neat that yeah. you're from Oregon or oh. that you spent time there. <laughs> you know, you spent time there. As they say that, you know, time does fly when you're having fun and we're having a great time with you. And unfortunately, our time is time getting is short. Time is flying, yes. So, so it's, it, it is Before time for we us run to segue into the next song. So, David, uh, <laughs> I think you have a question or two yeah. about that. Yeah, before we run out of time here, uh, you have a new album out. I want to give you a minute to talk about that. Tell them the name of it, where they can find it. Okay, sure. So about three weeks ago, came out with a new EP called Summer This, Summer That. A little, little toy on words, a little yes. toy on words. Um, and uh, it's got four songs, and uh, this EP is available on all major platforms. So those of you that listen to Spotify, it's on there. Please add it to your playlist and share. I'm on iTunes, Apple Music, Deezer, Google Play, YouTube. So there's no excuses to say you can't find it. And how do they <laughs> and, find you online? <laughs> and these, these, these songs are, are upbeat and great for the Northern Hemisphere summer, um, for driving in your car, having road trips. And I thought I'm of super excited, I thought of yeah. that when I first heard uh, when I first heard "Drive All Night" because one of uh, one of John's favorite hang-ups or expressions is the thought of being out in a convertible, driving with the top down in the middle of the night, the tunes playing, the wind blowing through your hair. And uh, as soon as I heard that title, I immediately related to that. <laughs> now, how do they? How do people find you online? So they can go to emmylentino.com. Uh, for uh, a little bit of more information about about me, and as well as all the social media platforms, so I'm on uh, Twitter, uh, Instagram, and Facebook. And please say hi because I, I I really love connecting with people, and it means a lot when you know people take the time to listen to your music and listen to an interview. So it's it's pretty cool. Absolutely, and we encourage listeners always to contact our guests, drop them a line, tell them what they like, don't like, whatever. But yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah, it's that's part of the that's part of the profession, part of what you do. You interact with people, and they interact with you, and that just makes it so much better. And we are so much better for having had you come and interact with us today. So happy, and thank you so much for joining us. Want to be sure and remind you, as we do all of our guests, once you're on the show. You're part of our family. We'll always have a place for you. You've got new music. You want to come back on the show, uh, whatever. We also have a page on Facebook along with all of the other social media. I have a uh, David Bowers Awards page on Facebook where you can post your tour dates, your new releases, any information you want to share with the fans. That's what the page is there for. Feel free to post it up, and we'll make sure that the word gets spread around elsewhere. So, again. Awesome. Thank, Thank you. you so much, Emmy. It has been a pleasure getting to know you, and we really honestly look forward to having you back again. Thank you so much, Dave and John. Really appreciate your time, and thank, thank you, you, listeners, and have a beautiful day. And you, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Emmy Lentino from her album, Some of This, Some of That. Here is uh, the next track, Very Thought of You.
Emma Lentino, all the way from New Zealand. I keep wanting to say Australia because they're, you know, right next door to oh, each other. don't but, do uh, that. They don't like no, that. No, 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 no. <laughs> they don't like that. And uh, we thank her so much for uh, coming by, talking to us. We're so happy to be able to share her story and her music with all of our listeners out there right here on the David Bowers Awards. Don't forget, if you're commenting online, uh, don't forget the hashtag TDBA, as in the David Bowers Awards. We love to see that up there. We love to have our guest artists in, and we've got another one right now, a guy that I think, uh, with a group that I think you're really going to enjoy. They are a fun group that uh, put on a, a good show. And uh, if they come around your area, be sure and check them out. We're going to ha- be talking to Bruce and his group, Big Rain in just about, oh, maybe four minutes or so, right after we listen to Take Me to Heaven. I go crazy when I see your smile. Kiss me, girl, take me to heaven. I go wild when I see your face. Love me, girl, take me to heaven I miss you When I'm on the road I want you by my side To share this load In this world where it's hard to catch a break my biggest mistake Oh yes it would I go crazy when I see your smile Kiss me girl, take me to heaven I go wild when I see your face Love me girl, take me to heaven Take me to hell 
me to heaven. That's Bruce Gwynn and Big Rain, and Bruce is here with us right now. Say hello, Bruce. Hello, how is everybody doing? How are you doing, David? Doing just great. Fantastic to have you here with us today. Look forward to this for some time, and uh, it's really good to have you on the show and hope to be able to share some of the insights of you and your band. First, tell us a little bit about you and the band, how long you've been together, how you got to where you are. Okay. Boy, that's a that's a long story. I'll keep it short, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the, uh, Big Rain was the original name of the band. We started in about 1994. And the quick story, you know, the quick reality of what happened was uh, I was in a fitness gym exercising one day, and it was during a time when I was uh, uh, producing an album called uh, Sound of Freedom, and it was my, it was, it was my, actually ended up to be my first independent album release. And uh, I was in this uh, health club, doing my normal exercise, and I, I overhear this guy across the room saying, God, I really need to find a singer. I want somebody to work with. And for some reason, I perked up and I said, I can sing. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, his name was Peter Alimo, and uh, I, I we just struck it off. And I said, look, I'm working on this uh, album called uh, Sound of Freedom. Uh, you know, it's about halfway done. You want to check it out, see what's up, maybe we can do something together, and, and let's let's see what happens. He came over uh, one day to my studio, and, you know, we, we plugged in, and we sang about two, about one chorus together. We looked at each other and said, I think this is a keeper, and that's how it really started, to be honest with you. Awesome. Now, you, you, call, you call your sound the Redwood Coast sound. Uh, tell us yeah. what that is. Well, the Redwood Coast sound is an evolution of the music in my mind, uh, and it's it's a couple of things. One is when we first came out, you know, we, the music has gone through a long evolution over the last 25 years. But when we first got together, we were more of a rock, blues, you know, crossover with other things because the Santa Cruz area is a very musically diverse place and everyone comes in place. You hear a little bit of everything. You hear world music. You hear everything. So we kind of got influenced by a lot of different things. But I think we both had a strong, I think I ha- I've always had a strong rock and blues uh, orientation from when I was a little child when I heard Billie Holiday sing. It just kind of oh, yeah. yeah, it just changed. Something happened there and it, it caused all these problems now. So anyway. <laughs> yeah, there's there's Being been a lot of people, a lot of people that have influenced, been influenced one way or another from Billy Holiday. That's uh, that's not a bad route. <laughs> that's there's not something bad. like I don't know what it is she does, but it's something else. But anyway, so uh, over the years it evolved, and 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 you know when we when we when I got signed to a record label and we actually went national and released an album and it started being played on radio and you know all these things started happening and things changed um, we were really a crossover of rock blues country uh, and other influences um, and it was catching on and people were playing it on all different formats and um, so the, the songs were getting crossed over to different radio formats the country would play it, and I said, that's interesting, because to me it wasn't country, but the producer said, country's going to like this, so we just went with it. But, um, so, you know, and I, it, as long as we didn't change the essence of the music, I was happy, you know, so. Sure. <laughs> but, oh. 
that's where I was coming from as an artist. But uh, so over the years it evolved, and then I got involved in my own record label again and marketing my music and and um, just just thinking about, you know, what do we call this? Because everybody asks me, what do I call it? And I have to say all this stuff. And I say, why can't we just call it one simple thing? And um, so this kind, this fellow that I knew who, who kind of pushed me to, you know, come up with something, make it geographical, just so something that people can grab onto. So I said, thought about it, I thought about it, I said, well, let's just call it a Redwood Coast sound. And in general, it's, it's just another way to explain the California sure. sound in a way, but also it's, from my own heart in that I grew up in the Redwoods, basically, in Northern California. I always loved mm. the Redwoods. All this music I wrote was almost under a Redwood tree here in my house. So <laughs> I just said, I looked at that Redwood tree and I said, let's just call it the Redwood Coast Sound. And it seems to have caught on. People seem to understand what I'm saying. So Hey, we got the Nashville Sound, the Memphis Sound. Why not? The Redwood Coast Sound. I like that, it's really. It's a great moniker. It really is. It is. I've been working with it for about three years, and um, it's caught on. I, I didn't think um, it would, but, you know, you, marketing's a funny funny animal. Um, it, either it, it, is, it is that. John Bon Jovi, you've been sitting there, other than muttering little comments, I know you've got something you want to say. Well, you, uh, you actually, uh, Bruce, delved into... Uh, Something of what I wanted to ask you, you mentioned uh, Billie Holiday, who uh, is one of my musical heroes. Uh, my father turned me on to her when I was a little kid, and I ain't no spring chicken anymore. So, uh, <laughs> so I, I've been following uh, Billie Holiday for probably uh, easily 60 years. Uh, she was just an absolutely wonderful uh, wonderful uh, artist, and uh, there's nobody. There's been nobody before her or since. Who else uh, do you uh, do you revere musically? Uh, I tell you, who else uh, impacted me as a teenager very strongly was Roy Orbison. Um, mm. There was something about Roy Orbison's voice and the way he put songs together, um, which I didn't understand at the time in terms of you know where he was coming from. I just loved what he did. I just loved the voice in the beginning, and then. I started to listen to his songs, and they just had a way of picking, picking. I felt Royce music told a story um, in an emotional way that connected both emotionally and told the story at the same time. And I think that's exactly what Billie Holiday did. And so the two, the two have a similar, in my, you know, um, thinking and how I, how it hit me was. The two artists are very similar, but in very different genres. Right, right. And, and, you know, Roy Orbison had a very unique gift, uh, other than the fact yeah. that he was extremely talented, but he was able to uh, cover a full three octaves, which is an extraordinarily difficult feat to accomplish. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, uh, the, and the way he does it, the way he uses that mezzo voice, and the way he, he does it so, he does it effortlessly. And um, as a singer myself, that's something I truly, truly respect. You know? Well, as a singer yourself, I see where uh, you've picked up some plaudits of your own. Uh, one that really struck me was uh, a comment that was made by someone, I'll mention the name in a moment. The comment was, 
uh, <clears throat> wonderful songwriters, superb singers. The quote, I haven't worked with a band this talented for many years. And that was from Mr. Ray Ruff. And for people it's who aren't for people who aren't familiar, Ray Ruff as a legendary producer who's worked with many artists over the years, including uh, Roy Arbison, coincidentally, the Everly Brothers back in the day, and since then, uh, the Doobies and Kenny Rogers, Merle Haggard, Reba, Willie, Van Morrison. So that's coming from somebody that uh, knows what he's talking about. That's pretty high praise. Yeah, you know, um, I, I didn't realize, as, as the older I get, the more I realize what, what Ray said to me. Um, he also made another statement. He said, you know, Bruce, if you keep writing, and I'll never forget this, if you keep writing songs like this, you'll have nothing to worry about. And I, I didn't understand it at the time. I was just uh, pleased that he appreciated what I was doing, and I didn't take myself that seriously, But, and I, I still don't, but uh, I think that's the worst thing you could do. But, um, you know, it, it coming from him, it meant a lot. What... It, it, and as I get older, it means a lot more. And the fact that you just brought that up is rather inspiring for me. So I appreciate you mentioning yeah, that. Well, um, you've... Uh, I, I, can, I, I, don't... I, uh, I grew to love that guy in an interesting way in terms of... He was almost like a father figure at the time. But but um, he, he was an extraordinary fellow. He was an interesting human being. You could not figure him out. But he was just an amazing... He, he heard everything. He, he could hear it. And... Uh, and uh, he he was just I I miss him to this day I just I wish he was still on the planet you know <laughs> I don't I never knew him personally but I knew of him and I know that for him to say something like that he had to mean it you've uh, you've definitely got uh, got something going for you for him to say something like that and before we run out of time I do want to talk about your new album tell us about that well Ocean of Souls was uh, a a process uh, it's out now. And it's starting to catch on, and it's starting to get traction. And um, um, the songs uh, came over time, over a period of maybe uh, two months to 15 years. <laughs> so, so I had a backlog of songs. And uh, like, for example, the one song, uh, Fly Again, I wrote that in the middle of the recording process and walked in one day and said, played it for, for my co-producer, and I said, I don't know, there's something about this song, and I think he, he heard me play on the acoustic guitar, and he said, that's got to go on the album right now, let's get to work, you know. <laughs> so, other stuff just happened like that, and other stuff I had worked on for, for, for over years, and uh, I was, as an artist, I don't know how many artists go through this growth period, but I was trying to, I wasn't going to release an album until it was as good as the last album in my mind. In other words, mm -hmm. I had to write songs that were as good as the last one, Sure. And they had to be, you know, you know, you get these weird ideas in your head. I should have just put it out sooner. But <laughs> anyway, the time came right. We we uh, we got together. We put it all out, recorded it all, and I'm so happy we did it. And the the big uh, as Ray was an inspiration for me and gave me a lot of confidence in my career. This album has done the same thing for me in my later career in that I really, you know, even though I did that music with Ray on my own and all that stuff. Uh, and but we had a great producer at the same time. Um, 
I did this completely on my own with, uh, I just walked in and with an acoustic guitar and we made this record and that's what came out. And it, it's, a, uh, it's a sense of accomplishment from my artistic perspective as a human being. So Sometimes I, simpler I, is better and uh, that's, that's proof of it right there. Uh, a quick question, uh, are you, uh, now since you obviously have some songwriting skills here, uh, are you doing any writing for others? Um, I, I, I have written for other people, and, um, but I sure like to do more of that. Um, I haven't had a song picked up by a, you know, big name or anything like that, but, uh, um, I would never turn that down, so. Well, there you go, uh, there you go, music people out there. Here's a very talented writer, musician, who uh, is more than willing to uh, to collaborate with you. And uh, who knows, you may come up with a uh, a joint project that uh, that works for both of you there. And from what I've seen and heard, uh, you've definitely got the uh, you've definitely got the equipment to do it with. And we want to take this time to thank you for coming and joining us here, sharing your story in the last few minutes, as well as your music. And also, as we do all our guests, remind you that uh, you're now part of the David Bowers Awards family. And uh, as such, uh, we always have an open door and a place on stage for you. You've got some new music. You've got announcements, a tour, whatever that you want to share. Hey, let us know. We'll help you spread the word. I have a, uh, along with being all over uh, social media, I have a Facebook page, the David Bowers Awards, where you can go and post your uh, you know, whatever it is you want to spread, like I said, uh, new music, uh, tours, whatever. If you want people to know, post it up there, and we'll make sure that it gets around to everybody. Uh, thanks again for coming and spending some time with us, Bruce. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me on. I appreciate it. You're very welcome. All the best to you and the band. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is Bruce Gwynn and Big Rain and... Uh, from the album Ocean, Ocean of Souls, this is Good Medicine. Some good. Let it 
That's Bruce Gwynn and Big Rain. You're looking him up online. It's Bruce, and Gwynn is spelled G-U-Y, as in, yes, G-U-Y-N-N, and Big Rain. You'll find them all over the Internet. Check them out. Check out Emmy Latino. Thank you so much for checking us out and being here for another hour of indie music and talk with the artists who make it, including our guests this week, whom we want to thank, Bruce Gwynn and Big Rain and Emmy Lentino. Thank you all. We'll look forward to having you back here again next week. John Bon Jovial, take us home. Well, folks, you've done it again. You spent another perfectly good hour with us, and we are grateful to have you come along for the ride here on the David Bowers Awards, which coincidentally is broadcast around the world from the studios of Computer Help USA in Naples, Florida, and of course from the Valley of the Sun in beautiful Tempe, Arizona. We are available for free on Blog Talk Radio, and now you can find us on the Anchor Podcast app for the iOS and Android phones, and we're also available on Spotify. That's right. We're up there with the big boys now. You can also find us on the Apple Podcasts, YouTube, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Amazon Alexa devices, as well as SoundCloud, MixCloud, and anywhere else that you get your podcasts, including the TuneIn Radio app and PodCoin, the app that actually does pay you to listen to podcasts. Click our follow link on Blog Talk Radio, and be sure to like the David Bowers Awards on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter as well. Tell your friends about us, okay? Join us next week for the David Bowers Awards, Saturday at 12 p.m. Eastern on WRFZFM 106.3. That is Rochester Free Radio and, of course, Blog Talk Radio, Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and 6 p.m. UTC for more great indie music and talk with the artists that make it happen. So until next week, for The David Bowers, Nick, our marvelously geeky engineer, and, of course, myself, the legendary John Bon Jovial, thanks for being with us. Love everybody, love yourself, and we'll see you right here next week on The David Bowers Awards.